Hello and welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I'm Arthur Yon, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, and other home service providers, increase their revenue, grow their authority, and help them build a platform of lifetime customers. We believe that every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind from contamination, mold, and indoor-related illnesses, all for less than a dollar a day. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number eight of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am uh, having a great day today. I'm, I'm very uh, happy and thankful to be joined by someone who is uh, very, very involved in business um, sales, business growth, uh, and just, I guess, exit strategies for business. Um, he is the CEO and owner of Business Modification Group. He is Patrick Lange. Patrick, how are you doing, sir? How are, how's your day going? I'm fantastic, Arthur. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for being on. This is uh, this is a great opportunity for us to to get together and chat some and let some of the audience know what what, what it is that you're doing. So let, let's let's start with that. Let us know what business modification group is all about and um, and how you got started doing what you're doing in the brokerage business. Um, I guess in particular with HVAC and plumbing. Is that right? Absolutely. So I've been a business broker for a number of years. I've personally bought and sold many companies myself. And about 15 years ago, I became a business broker and I sold everything, bars, restaurants, gas stations, flower shops, you name it, I've sold it. And about uh, eight years ago, I bought one of my own listings. I had a heating and air company listed for sale. I love businesses with barriers to entry. In most states in the heating and air business, you need a license. And I think that helps keep competition out. And so I bought a heating and air company, a small heating and air company, and I ran it for a few years realized I missed the business brokerage side and putting deals together. And I was still kind of doing brokerage during, as I was running the business, but, but really running the business wasn't my passion. And so I went to sell it. And when I did, I couldn't find anybody who really knew much about selling heating and air. I, I'd sold once again, sold all these businesses, but it wasn't really exclusive to heating and air. And there's, there's a bunch of moving parts in the trades. And so I decided at that point in time that I would uh, focus on that and learn as much as I could. And uh, so that was a little over six years ago. Now, my son, it's kind of weird. My son ended up buying me out. Uh, he owns the company today. My office is inside of his office. So I'm still around the heating and air business every day and um, started exclusively just selling heating and air initially uh, just in Florida then Florida, Georgia, then kind of Southeast. And now I'm nationwide. I sell more companies outside the state than I do within the state. And I typically average 20 companies a year, uh, give or take, depending on what year it is. Wow. And that's, uh, that sounds like a pretty, pretty nice volume. Um, how are you uh, getting involved and how, how are you forming the relationships where they can reach out to you? Um, is that a process that you have, uh, you know, I, I'm just kind of curious, and I think the audience might be curious uh, if they're thinking about maybe an exit strategy sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm a big believer in giving away information. The reality is, you know, that people, people joke, but, you know, the best day you own a business is the day you sell it, you know, and so many people are building a business to sell and they don't, they don't know what they're doing. You know, you spend all day long focused down on your business and running your business and looking at profitability and hiring, firing and advertising. And so they don't know where to go. So I spent a tremendous amount of resources 
uh, being time and money, um, trying to educate people. I do a lot of YouTube videos. I do a lot of, I write a lot of articles. I participate in a lot of industry events. I try to do everything because when I first sold my business, I didn't know who to go to. How do you go ask somebody, how do you sell your business? And, and so it's a, it's a pretty confidential thing. And then for most people, their business sale, whether it's heating and air or anything, it's the biggest sale of their life. And most people have never done it. And so you've got an uneducated person with the biggest sale of their life, not knowing where to go to get information. So it's kind of a scary time. And so I try to put as much information out there as I can. Uh, once again, it, 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 it's not just exclusive to heating and air. That's where I, I happen to focus on, but but, but every industry is the same. You know, if you're building a business at some point, you're going to want to exit. And if that exit is selling it to family, if that exit is transitioning to your existing employees who may want to take it over, or if it's selling out or private equity backing, whatever it happens to be, it's kind of having that plan. So you know what to build for. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people come to me too late. You know, they'll come to me at 65 years old and say, Hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to retire and I want to sell now. And and I, and I joke about it. And I only joke about it as a way for me to deal with it. It's the saddest day of my life when I tell somebody that your business isn't worth anything. And so my joke is I, I get to tell people all day long that their baby's ugly. And, and for most people, their business is their baby. You know, but, you know, I think of myself, the first business I that my wife and I operated, my kids grew up in the office, everything surrounded the business. That was my identity. It had everything to do with it. Every dinner table meeting, every vacation that we never took, everything that it revolved around that. And so after years and years and years, I have to sit at somebody's table and say, hey, you should have called me five years ago. Nobody's going to want to buy what you have. And, and so it's a horrible thing to do. So I try to put as much information out there as I can about what builds value in a company, what buyers are looking for, and, uh, and hopefully educate people. So I know it's a long-winded answer to your question, but, but hopefully that gets you uh, the answer you're looking for. No, I mean, the more, the better. That's, that was a great, uh, long answer. And, and it sounds to me like for one thing, people need to start earlier than they, in, than they anticipate, or, or maybe even if they don't feel like they're ready, you said, you know, you, you don't want to wait too late. Um, secondly, you make it sound like, which is maybe a big concern. People don't want to, you know, be out in the open about it. They, they don't want, uh, they don't want their employees to necessarily kind of know what, what they're going through with the process of uh, beginning to find a buyer or beginning to exit themselves out of the business. And so it, it sounds like it's kind of confidential. Um, how does that part work? Yeah, absolutely. So I often joke that the hardest part of my job is to tell everybody your business is for sale and nobody know it's your business. So we, we do everything we can to spread the word about a business for sale and not let people locally know, because obviously your employees are going to be nervous if you come into work and say, Hey, I'm selling the company. They're going to be worried about their job, their future, everything else. Same with your customers. Are, they, are you still going to, is the company still going to be able to service them? Are they, are they, are they working with the right people? Are they going out of business? So maintaining confidentiality is key. And, and that's, that's, I think what's, what's hindered people from learning about it for so long is they don't know who to talk to and nobody wants to talk openly about it. So, so that's the, the, the kind of the, the, the curse of the industry is everybody. It's so hush, hush. But at the same point in time, there's things that buyers are looking for. If you think of yourself, and obviously, Arthur, you've been self-employed for, for quite some time and successful in business. Many times with success in business comes things like taxes. And most accountants do everything they can to minimize your tax liability. Well, if you, or if you are being creative, we'll call it in your accounting, 
and not showing any profit and you go to sell your business and it doesn't show any profit, how are you going to expect somebody to pay you for it? And so building a business to run for the next 25 years versus one you want to sell in the next few years has a different mindset. And, and putting your, yourself in a buyer's shoes. What's If you're a buyer, what are you going to look for? Cash flow, profit, consistency? Not uh, personal expenses buried inside of the business. So, so there's different things that we help people do. So when the time comes to sell, that you're in a better position to maximize value. And once again, clean books and records is just one part of that. Many people are great at running businesses or great at the trade. We'll use one I, I specialize in heating and air as an example. Many, many heating and air company owners are incredible technicians. They know everything more about airflow than most people will ever know in their lifetime. But they don't know much about maximizing profit. They don't know much about yields and margins and, and different things in business. And so they get up and go to work every day and they trust other people to take care of that. And then when it's time to sell, they come to me and, and I have to say, where's your profit? And they wink, wink, I'm making a bunch of money. Well, well buyer's not going to pay you for a wink and a bank's not going to finance it. So it minimizes the buyer pool that's out there. So little things like that that people don't think about when they're building a business to sell is what is that exit going to look like and what do you have to do? Yeah, that's an excellent point. And I, I just, and so many people do not realize that it's about the valuation. It's about, I mean, like you said, you know, it's the baby, but if it's an ugly baby, if it's not well-fed, if it doesn't appear healthy, um, nobody's going to have a level of interest that you're anticipating. Um, and so this is, this is great. This is great. Uh, what are your plans with this, um, with what you're doing, let's say, five, 10 years from now, are you going to continue uh, helping these particular types of businesses grow? Is this kind of your sweet spot? Or I know you mentioned you've worked with all kinds of companies, you've worked with restaurants, you work with uh, pest control businesses, I believe. And of course, now you seem to be really uh, honed in on HVAC companies and plumbing, but are you planning on expanding? Or are you going to stay right here in this in this niche, you think? I think for right now, I'll stay. I mean, part of my reason for niching is so I could be knowledgeable and, and become an expert at some point in that trade. Um, because I think I, I add more value to my clients if I know everything I can about the, the industry. If, if, I, if I sold a flower shop today and you came to me tomorrow with your pest control company, I don't know how much value I can add. I don't know anything about it. It's not something that I do. And so I think... I think by staying focused has been beneficial. It certainly helped me in my business, you know, to build a reputation, to be known in the industry as kind of a go-to person when it comes to that. So I, I spent a lot of my marketing focusing on that. Um, and so, so I, I think for me, niching has been the right thing. Um, I've got a, my youngest son works with me some, he's still in college, but he does a lot of behind the scenes work. I think he'll enter the field. Um, he'll be a broker as well. And um, I think at that point, maybe we'll expand more, do more of the plumbing, electrical, other still within the trades, um, but be able to allow somebody to focus on each one, I think. Um, at some point, I won't want to fly around the country that I do. I'm, I've got way too many points at hotels and way too many miles on Delta. So <laughs> that means I'm not home enough right now. So at some point that'll want to slow down, I think. But uh, right now I, I love what I do. I'm fortunate to help a lot of great people. Um, and, and, and I've been there, 
know, I've been in a seller's shoes. I'm like a deer in headlights, not knowing where to go and ask. And, um, and when I get to help those people, to me, kind of the backbone of America, um, I get a lot of personal satisfaction from that. That's, that's wonderful. And niching down, you know, is that's kind of where I thought you were going to head with that because niching down really is the best way to, uh, to do anything to become a true expert. And you're, cl you're clearly uh, a very um, reputable expert with what you're doing. And what, so let's, let's uh, let everybody know, how can people find you? How can people reach you and get in touch with you to maybe begin a, a discussion, obviously a confidential discussion, but just to, to maybe start thinking about how they can find their, you know, their exit strategy, find how to, uh, to begin that process of looking, you know, at, at getting out of what they've built, you know, getting out of this, this thing that's been precious to them for so long, they want to, um, you know, get the most out of it that they can once they decide to leave. Absolutely. How can they, get, how can they reach you? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Arthur, the other thing is the flip side of that. I have a lot of people that come to me that are looking to buy. You know, there's a lot of people who are bankers and attorneys and, and all these other positions that don't want to do that anymore and want to buy a small business. And so so I work with a lot of those people as well. So that's the transitionary part that I love. But I have a website, businessmodificationgroup.com. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm active on social media. Um, and I have a lot of videos on YouTube about buying and selling it. A lot of it is specifically in the heating and air space, but it can be applied to anything. So if you're looking at buying or selling a business, I put a lot of things on there for people wanting to do it themselves. So, and great questions to ask a broker. So, so if you're in another part of the country that, uh, in, in a trade or something or in a business that I, I don't specialize in and I don't have somebody I can refer to you, I'm absolutely happy to, to give you advice and point you in the right direction. So don't hesitate to reach out, watch the videos go to my website, read my blogs. Uh, there's tons of information out there. And on, on my website is my cell phone number. Call me anytime. I'm happy to answer any questions that I can or, and at least point somebody in the right direction. Once again, I, I believe small business is the backbone of America. And if I can help people on the buying or selling side by pointing them in the right direction or introducing them to a lender or, or doing something like that, I'm, I'm, I'd love an opportunity to do so. Awesome. Yeah. And this is uh this is something that's going to help a lot of people with your, with your knowledge, with your ability to, to point in that right direction for selling or buying a business. Um, so businessmodificationgroup.com, no, you, they can call you anytime. You've got your direct number. Uh, Patrick Lange, this has been a wonderful conversation. Um, I appreciate you being on the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. And... Once again, uh, anyone that is interested, if you're looking at an exit strategy, if you're looking to buy a business, um, in particular in the HVAC home service world, reach out to Patrick. Patrick, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. I did too. I really appreciate it, Patrick. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bow out for now, but everybody, uh, thanks for for joining us on the Home Service Small Business Spotlight, and we will see you next time. Arthur Yawn here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. 
If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSB Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.